It's time to take your body care routine to the next level. Introducing Osea's bestseller body care set, the perfect companion for your summer travels. This four-piece kit transforms dry skin to silky, soft, and glowing. It features travel sizes of Osea's best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil and Body Butter, clinically proven to improve skin elasticity, along with their anti-aging body balm and salts-of-the-earth body scrub. And to top it off, it's packed in a vegan leather bag, making it a must-have for all your summer adventures. Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Treat yourself to glowing, healthy skin this summer with clean vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Right now, you can get the best seller's body care set valued at $78 for 33% off. Use code SUMMER to save an additional 10%. That's an additional 10% off at OCEAMalibu.com code SUMMER. This is Brandon Phoenix, a.k.a. I Also Hate Pit, joined by my brother. I'm Jeremy Phoenix. Yes, I'm here, and yes, I'm ready to go. We are the Raspy Voice Kids. You are now tuned into the Raspy Voice Kids podcast, especially for the segment Pop Culture. We got a lot of them. We got I Got Five on it. We got I'm Going In, but right now it's Pop Pop Pop. Now, we are going to be talking about those vehicles you see that are usually utility or corporate vehicles that ask, how's my driving? Are you a jerk if you call in and tell the truth? Jeremy, what do the you short, think? The short and sweet, simple answer is yes. Brandon, oh my goodness. If you are one of them people who actually call in on people to tell them how they're driving, I understand. Sometimes people get on your nerves. Sometimes people cut you off and it infuriates you and makes you irritated. But to actually pick up your phone and dial the number of how's my driving to report somebody, that, Brandon, that's an extra level of Karen. That's an extra level of Karen. Real talk. Karen, K-A-R-E-N. Yes. Jeremy, I vehemently disagree with you. 100% no question. If you have on your work, you're at work, Jeremy. What reason do you have to be an aggressive driver at work? What reason do you have to be rushing, speeding, doing dangerous things at work? To where I'm now obligated, where I'm now obligated to swallow my whistle? Have you ever done it? I've never never had to do it. I've never had to do it. But if I had to do it, now, I'll be honest. It's not my personality. I usually mind my own business. I'm Brandon, not- sometimes things come up. Sometimes you got to go. Sometimes you just don't see the guy who, who's, uh, I've done that. I'm driving the speed limit in a utility vehicle. Look to my left. Don't see nothing. Go to, and there's a horn like, oh, snap. I didn't see them. Should I lose my job? <laughs> because somebody actually picked up the phone and called. You think, you're losing your, you think you're losing your job over one complaint, Jeremy? You really think that's uh, how that works? Okay, well, that's, that's a good point. It's not over one complaint. I'm just There's saying. There's no way. It's not over two complaints either. But if you're racking up complaints left to right, you're a bad driver, you're a dangerous driver, you deserve to be called. I'm sorry. Yes, call him out. You see a bad driver, point him out. Where you at? Point him Way out. Where you at? <laughs> no, seriously, though, you've never done it, though, have you? I never have had to. If I had to, if I felt like somebody was no. dangerous. Jerry, I'll I give can't. you an example. I'll give you an example. I can't, I I can't once, do it. 
I was once on a volunteer project working where they were busing the volunteers to our assignment where we were working. The bus driver in New York City traffic had the nerve to be texting and driving, Jeremy. The nerve. The nerve. I'm sorry, but he deserved to be reported. Was, uh, was, he, was he driving bad? Yes. I mean, not okay. super reckless or dangerous, but, but bad. You can't have a bus full of people in New York City traffic where you're texting and driving. I'm sorry. He deserved to be reported. Now, I didn't do the there reporting, one- but somebody reported his butt, and I'm glad they did. Let me say there was one time in my life where I felt bad that I did report somebody. And the truth of the matter is I should have. And I also should have watched the news because there's somebody in front of me and I I don't know if they were old. I don't know if they were on medication. I don't know if they were intoxicated, but they were swerving bad. They were in the other lane two two lane going out route two. And I remember thinking this person like I was way back. I I back way off of them. I thought this person will kill somebody. And I should have. And I feel bad to this day. I think to myself, if something would have happened, if I saw something on news like that person got a wreck, I feel like it would have been on me. But it has to, for me, it has to be something extreme. I'm not calling in on you on your job because you're just because you're driving fast or, or you're maybe I don't know, man, it's just because you're cutting people off. Man, I just feel like like that's excessive. Yeah, see, I disagree. I'm sorry. I disagree. What I want to know is how does everybody listening feel? Do you call that number when they ask how their driving is? Have you ever called that number? Would you ever call that number? If you would, what would it take? Let the RVK know. Get out of please, please, please be honest. I want to know which one of my friends, uh, who they are, if they're Karens or not. So please be honest. See, yeah, okay. (laughs) (laughs) And do you do you cheat on your taxes? No, I'm joking. But just let us know. Let us know. Get at us. The RVK. Right, they boys. Hey folks, it's Brandon Phoenix back with Home Field Apparel to tell you about the friends and family sale. 30% off over 200 products. There will be a specific collection that shows the products. It'll be easy to find on the site. You can filter by school, t-shirt or sweatshirt, whatever. No code needed for the sale within this collection. Check them out. Home Field Apparel. You will not regret it. Current and former athletes, members of the athletic department, and of course, the best fans in the country all make up a very special group we like to call the Cyclone family. Join me, Jamie Steyer Johnson, as I bring you closer to the people that make Iowa State unique each week on the Cyclone family podcast. Some names you may know, while others may be new to you, but one thing's for sure, this is one family reunion you won't want to miss each week on the Cyclone family podcast. I've got five on it. Jeremy Nicholas Phoenix. Anthony Brandon Phoenix. Gonna drop the whole name on him. Or as you know him as I also hate Pitt. We in the building. We're coming with five questions. We're ready for them. Jordan, baby, give them to us. And we're back with another edition of I Got Five on it with the Raspy Voice Kids. I'm your host, Jordan, and let's get things started with the first blank. Isaiah Cottrell and Jalen Bridges entering the transfer portal means blank. Total rebuild. It means we're in for a total rebuild yet again under Bobby Huggins. And that's okay because 
That's where we are. Total rebuild. I say it means problems. One year it's one thing. The next year it's something else. But when you get to this point where every year everybody's leaving and you didn't have a successful season, we got problems. It's the truth. Number two, Bob Huggins being a part of the NCAA broadcast team this year is blank. Good. I know a lot of people will say that he needs to focus on recruiting, but the truth is any publicity is good publicity. Bob Huggins, with his personality, his wit, being on a national broadcast for March Madness is a good thing for WVU basketball. It's a good thing for his brand. It's very important that he gets out there at this time, in my opinion. I think this is good. It doesn't take much time. I'm glad he's getting it done. This is a good thing. I love that you said good because I'm going to elevate it to great. This is what Bob Huggins is made for. Not only winning college basketball games, being one of the most successful college basketball coaches ever, but he is great on camera. He's great with reporters. And I can't wait to see him break down other teams. He keeps it real. When I saw that he was on this, I thought this is a no-brainer. Absolutely no-brainer. This is great. He's spectacular, and he should thrive in his role. Number three. I feel blank about no WVU team participating in March Madness. I feel disappointed. How else could a person feel? Now, there would have been a time in my life where I would have been angry about no teams, no women's team, no men's team being a part of March Madness in any capacity, NIT, CBI, nothing. But after football, after basketball, after the losing streaks, I'm just disappointed. There's no anger there. You went D, I'll go D. Brandon, I feel depleted. You know, as a fan, you have so much energy. It's almost like a video game. And on a video game, if you're running fast or you're doing something, whether it's Sonic the Hedgehog or Madden, you have a boost button. But once you get to the end of that boost, you can't go fast anymore. And that's kind of where I'm at. I feel like I've used it all for football and basketball. And I'm just having nobody in in March Madness. I'm just depleted. I'm just, man, it's just, it's a bad feeling. It's a bad feeling. And uh, there's nothing we can do about it. I mean, it is what it is. This is 2022. This is what we got. Hopefully at the end of the year, we could turn it around and change what's been happening. But being out of March Madness, seeing everybody else celebrate and seeing everybody else enjoying themselves. I don't know, slap in the face, and and I feel depleted. Number four. Am I rooting for Shibway? My answer is blank. Definitely. Another D for y'all. Definitely, definitely, definitely rooting for Oscar Shibway. The only way is the Shibway. I wish he would have been in Morgantown. I wish he was doing this in Morgantown. I wish he was doing this for Bob Huggins. But instead, he's doing it for Coach Cal and the Cats. And I can't be mad because he's got an infectious smile. He's got a good heart. And even though he said some things that might be controversial about Bob Huggins, I think they were ill-informed, not ill-intentioned. And I feel like that's a big difference. So I will definitely be rooting for Oscar Shibway. Well, you said D, so I got to keep on going with D. That's four straight answers. Am I rooting for Shibway? You dang right. (laughs) I'm on that bandwagon, man. I feel like he's a good dude. Like I said earlier on WTAP with Zach, Zach Miles. Hey, shout out Zach Miles. 
Um, man, he's a good dude. Him and him and some of the coaches didn't see eye to eye, but he works hard. He hustles. He reminds me so much of Giannis. Like, how can you not like Giannis? How can you not like Sheboy? That smile, that work ethic. Man, he's part of the reason why I have the Kentucky Wildcats. Oh, I'll wait for it. We'll wait till I'm going in to, to talk about where I have and who I have in my final four. Number five. Graham Harrell and Neil Brown's optimism has me feeling blank. Nah thing. Not a thing. Nothing. Nothing they say, nothing they do in the spring or summer can affect how I feel about this football program. The only thing that can impact me is actual games, starting with Pitt on September 3rd. Jeremy, I do not care what Graham Harrell has to say. I certainly don't care what Neil Brown has to say. All I care about is action. Because your actions speak so loud, I can't hear the words you're saying anyway. Get them wins, then I'm in. Brandon, I'm with you. I was going to say nothing, but I'm going to sing the song by Keith Sweat that says, Nobody. I don't care if it's Neil Brown. I don't care if it's Graham Harold. Whatever you say, I don't care what nobody. Who can tell me next year? Nobody. Nobody. Nobody, baby. Nobody. I don't care about it. Look, I love your optimism. Graham Harrell says, I want to win uh, a year one. We're going to be successful year one. Great. Neil Brown says, this is the hungriest team I've ever had. Great. Just like games aren't played on paper. Games aren't won in the media. They play them on the field. I already see them on the field. But that's what we got. J.N. Fiend. Anthony Brandon Phoenix in the building. I also hate Pitt. That's his name. That's what he go by. That's how we roll. Bro, stay here. Because I promise you, when we go in, we go in. Next segment. Let's go. Rap me, boys. I'm going in. I'm going in. I'm going in. I'm going in. And I'm going to go hard. And I'm going to go hard. And I'm going to go hard. We're going in. Jeremy, JN Team Phoenix. I also hate Pitt in the building in the booth. Say what's up, bro. What up with y'all? All right. What's really, really good? There's so much going on. It's funny. It's an off season, which is kind of weird because it's March Madness. It shouldn't be the off season, but our off season started early. And part of the reason, look, we're hearing little rumors. Do we, is it true? Is it not true? I don't know. But I'm hearing little rumors and whispers that the reason why Culver left, the reason why the player of the year in college basketball, probably, but he's definitely an All-American, Oscar Shibwe left. The reason why we're hearing uh, Isaiah Cottrell and Jalen Bridges decided to bounce. Brandon, I, I like I said, I don't know if it's true. I don't know if it's not true. I'm just telling you what I'm hearing. The whispers is it's not Huggins. It's Coach Harrison. What do you think? I've heard that same thing from two different people. I heard it Wednesday morning around 9 a.m. from somebody who is a booster. Then I heard it in the afternoon. I saw it on message boards. I don't know what to make of it because I've not heard it from any reporters that I trust and respect. 
but I keep, but I've heard it, like I said, twice from two different sources who do not know each other. So it's interesting. But the bottom line is this, Jay. I don't care what they think of Larry Harrison. I don't. It's Coach Huggins' job to make the decisions that impact the team. So he's got to decide who's more beneficial for the team, Larry Harrison or the players that have come and gone. You've also got to give Larry Harrison credit for who he's been the lead recruiter on for some of these players, Tash Sherman included. So it's, I don't know what to make of it. I'm sure more will come out. I've, I've talked to some, some of my reporter friends and told them to dig into it because they hadn't heard the things that we'd heard. Um, so we'll see. And next week we're going to have Coach Eric Martin on. He always keeps it a buck with us. He's always gracious with his time. And he's been with Coach Huggers for a long time, and he knows Coach Harrison very well. So we'll see what he has to say about all of this. He's the guy who coaches the big men, so it would be interesting to me that Larry Harrison would have such an impact. Now, granted, Larry, Larry Harrison does call a lot of the offensive plays, and he is responsible for a lot of the substitu- substitutions, which people did complain about this year. So it's, it's all very interesting, but so far it's just hearsay. Yeah, well, like the sheep boy thing that would deal with him and Huggins, this is Bubba Sparks. And it is getting ugly. Ugly, ugly, ugly. It is funny because I say it's getting ugly. If we were winning, it wouldn't be ugly. If we were winning, if we were winning, I wouldn't care. Winning covers over a multitude of sins. That's the truth. But here we are, Brandon. We're not going to the CBI and in men's college basketball. We decided not to go. I mean, NIT didn't take us for whatever reason, because. I think our overall, I can't remember what it's called, but we, we, we were high our enough. Net, that they could, our net ranking, our Ken Palm ranking, both. We were All, high all that stuff, we were high enough. They didn't take us. DBI probably was ready to take us. We don't know. Because Sugar Shane from Parkersburg, the athletic administrator said no. Do then, you the w, then the WNIT, the women's bracket came out. And once again, Sugar Shane said no. Now I understand he's just the head of it. He's just the face of the person who has to say no. But Brandon, what do you think about WVU not being involved in March Madness at all? Period. Point blank. Well, you know I already said that I think it's, it's, it's disappointing. But going back to not being in the CBI, Jeremy, do you really have a problem not being in the CBI? Yes. Why? All right, I was going to wait, but th- this is what I'll say. Because this is a business. Okay. And you, don't, you don't present it as a business, but it's a business. So you say, hey, fans, come out, show out, show out for Texas when we have nothing to play for. And we f- the house and we provide money and food and we're there to support our Mountaineers. Why? Because it makes you money. When, when you do certain causes, it makes you money. When you play games, it makes you money. When, when you do different things at WVU for the state, every time it makes you money. And now we're here. We're here. And guys like Gabe Osaboyan, who've given his all, and the, and the fans want to see our team play more. Huggins even said, I'll play anytime. I'll play anytime. I'll play all summer. So he wants to play. The, the state wants to see us play. Look, we don't care. We just love West Virginia basketball. And now when it's a, I feel like when we turn on a pivot and now it's your turn to spend money. It, I know it's $25,000 to be in a CBI. I know it's $60,000. Uh, correction. 
it's fifty thousand to be in the CBI. It's sixty thousand dollars to fly down there. But when we've been giving our money all summer in football and basketball for subpar things, and now you actually have to pay out of your pocket and you're saying, no, it's not worth it, then, brother, it's a business. And I get it. You can make whatever decision you want. It's a business. But I have a problem. I don't have a problem. Look, look, that's fine. But that's the reason why when I don't feel like going, I don't go because I don't feel like spending my money just like you don't feel like spending your money on the CBI. That's what it is. That's why I have a problem. I don't think it's worth $50,000 to go out and get embarrassed in the CBI because that's what was going to happen, Jeremy. Brandon, this team how was much broken. Money, how this much money? I, you know, look, I want to know how much money they made off the Texas game where it was sold out and everybody showed up. I don't know. To watch. I don't know. But you're saying it's $50,000 to be in the CBI. Then do you think West Virginia hosts games in the CBI? No, no, no. It's a, it's, it's a new thing where, where they have a, a different place so they don't host that's, games. That's, that's what I'm saying, Jeremy. It's going to so call. Now, no, Brandon, so now when, when the, with the uh, institution, and by the way, don't get it twisted. Not every single sport is a revenue-generating sport, but basketball and football are, are up there. Now when you have an opportunity to provide back to the fans, you say no because the money, the dollars don't make sense. I would rather them spend the money on the recruiting trail. I would rather them spend the money on the recruiting trail, spend their time, energy, flight, all that other stuff recruiting people. You saw Cottrell and Bridges left already. How dedicated to the team do you think they were? Did they even want to play? Huggins okay. said they wanted to play. I don't even you know said, if they wanted to play. But you're putting faith on people putting money on the recruiting trail. Bro, I've watched the, the last year in football and basketball. It doesn't matter. I wanted to watch West Virginia play. Well, no, Huggins, Huggins, Huggins admitted that he missed in the portal. He admitted yeah, he missed in the portal. This is, by the way, we're not talking about Huggins. This is not all Huggins right now. This is not all Huggins. This is all the people who make decisions. But I mean, if you're, saying, if you're Shane, you're saying we need players. We don't have players. Go get us players. I'm all for it. My and the sooner the better. Is- and by the way, if you could do that and that and that transpires, I'm all about it. But right now, as we stand, why were you begging me to come see a loser program in basketball? I'm sorry. That's what it is. You wanted me to spend money, but you won't spend money. I mean, I guess, but I, I don't see no, it that way. You want me to spend money, go up to Morgantown, buy a hotel, pay for gas that's $4 and some do- doggone cents a gallon, stay in hotels, <laughs> eat food. But you're not going to give us back something in the CBI because it's quote unquote, is, are too they much giving money? you something? Are they giving you something back on literally a third rate tournament that you're probably going to lose in the first round of? Huggins said no, but Huggins said we're going to win it. We're going to bring it. We're going to bring back Who the championship. Who cares what Huggins said? Huggins also said that they were going to turn around and that we weren't dead. We were clearly dead talking about the NCAA tournament. I mean, Huggins said a lot of stuff this year that I don't think you could take as gospel. All I'm saying is I feel like the university is all about their money. I love West Virginia. I'm a I'm a mountaineer, blue and gold till I die. But don't tell me this is about student athletes because it's not. It's yeah, about I don't think, business I don't think, and I money. Don't, I don't think anybody's saying that. I didn't hear Shane say anything about student athletes. I didn't hear Shane say anything about education. I, I all I heard was that we weren't playing in the CBI and we didn't or get selected for the NIT or the WWNIT. Yeah, but the WNIT, they, again, they said because of injuries and transfer portal is why they weren't playing. Then you see Mike Carey's retiring. I think something's up. Something smells fishy over there. Yeah, well, well, okay. Catfish, <laughs> trout, 
<laughs> look, man. Look, man. Bro, look, look, Shane Lyons, you got to get it together. That's that's the bottom line. Shane, Sugar Shane, our dude, he's our dude from Parkersburg. Got to get it together because I know we're not the biggest program in the world, but we we're we're one of the most passionate fans in the in the entire you know NCAA, and and for us not to be going to anything, Brandon, that just hits me. That just hits me a little different. Yeah, I mean, I just don't feel the same way, but I hear you. So here we are. We're not in either one. We're done with our little fight that, that we had. A little, little, you know. And sometimes you get in these little disputes. But, Brandon, are you rooting for Oscar Sheepway in Kentucky? Without question, I'm rooting for Oscar Sheepway. I like Coach Cal. I don't despise him like I do some of the other coaches in the league or in the nation. I like Coach Cal. I like Kentucky's product. I like Oscar Sheebway. And part of me wants Sheebway to be vindicated for people saying that, you know, saying the bad things they said about him because of the way that he left West Virginia. Um, so I'm not rooting for him like I'm not rooting for him like I want him to win straight up. I honestly could kind of care less, to be honest. Um, I shouldn't say that. I, I shouldn't say I could care less. I want him to do well, but I don't have like an emotional investment in him doing well. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. I like Sheepway. Like, like, yeah, I, I like Sheepway. I, 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 like I, I said I, I like it on I Got Five on it. He kind of reminds me of Giannis. He's just a good dude. I know all the stuff that came out and like the beefs that came about. He's a good dude. And, and by the way, you want to talk about him working hard? The dude has, I don't know what percentage body fat, but it's very low. <laughs> the dude is working and hustling and grinding. He's getting his. I, I, I'm rooting for him. I really am. I, and by the way, normally I wouldn't. Normally I'd be like, yo, forget that dude. Sheboy's different. I like me some Sheboy. Yeah, I don't see how you, I don't see how any honest person can not like him. Like I said before, the stuff that, that, that he said about Huggins, I believe was ill-informed, not ill-intentioned. I don't think he was trying to, to make uh, Bob Huggins looked bad. I think he really believed the things that people told him. And I think he got bad information from bad actors that were around him. And he's just a kid. So I don't have any ill will towards him. And I hope that he and Huggins can one day f- get this figured out or get it fixed. Not saying they got to be best friends or prodigal son type stuff, but just so that it's squashed. Because to me, it's a stain for both of them. Well, it's not a stain. But what is a really good thing is despite the year we had, despite the losses we had, we always talk about our team playing so hard. And Brandon, they really did. They played really, really hard. At least it was recognized in one aspect. Defense of player of the year. Big 12. Bro, who was it? Gabe also Boyan. Gabe what Gabe I, also boy in the building. What I find interesting is that Gabe, only, I think he only averaged 17 minutes a game and still was defensive player of the year. If I was, if I was another player, I'd be nice and aggravated that somebody who only played 17 minutes a game beat me out for defensive player of the year. But that tells you how much the media and the coaches respected Gabe. Amen. Because this is not about West Virginia. All right, if West Virginia fans... Voted, of course, he would have been uh, defensive player of the year. Taz would have been player of the year in the Big 12. Uh, Sean McNeil would have been six. Well, he was a six man, but best three-pointer shooter of the year. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. This is the whole Big 12. 
And I love the fact that these other coaches realized how good this dude was. I know, I know, I know he had to be suspended because, you know, certain, you know, um, technicals and risks with the coaches. Disciplinarian. That's, that's, that's what I was looking for. Disciplinary things. I get it. But Gabe, man, hard on his sleeve. He's going to play hard. Yes, yes. He's just like a lot of players in the NBA, and he's never committed a foul in his life, according Ever. to him. Ever. Ever. Ever, according to him. But Gabe is the quintessential Mountaineer. So people will talk about, like, um, Javon Carter. Javon Carter, quintessential Mountaineer. There's other players who play their guts out, play defense, and leave their heart on the court, heart on the sleeve. Gabe is another one, man. We love Gabe. We knew who he was before the year started. And he's one of the best parts of uh, WVU basketball because he proved who he was. And he was the same person all the way through the heart, the guts, the, the physicality, the love of the game. Even when he was getting suspended, bro, he, he's a dude that we knew. So we love it. We love Gabe. Yeah, I mean, I, I really don't have much to add to that because everything you said, I agree with 100%. I wish he was better offensively, but I liked that he was who he was, and he never wavered from that. The entire season, no matter how things went, Gabe yeah. gave us all. So now we're going into uh, WVU football. We're not talking basketball. We're talking about football. We'll talk about Graham Harrell from USC who recruited this kid named JT Daniels, who eventually went to Georgia, who is now in the transfer portal. We're talking about Neil Brown with his quotes about his team being the hungriest they've ever been. Graham Harrell, once again, talking about he expects to be good from year one. Brandon, what do you think when you hear these quotes? I don't see how it's possible to be good year one. I don't see it. Unless Nico is the Messiah, I don't see it, Jeremy. We don't have the receiving depth, I don't believe. I could be wrong. I just don't see it there. Quarterback, we don't have any experience. JT Daniels, even if he comes, he's a guy who couldn't beat out a walk-on in Stetson Bennett. Now, granted, Stetson Bennett did win a national championship, but he wasn't a world beater himself. Um, I JT hope we get Daniels JT. was a 99 overall on 247 Sports when he came out of high school. He was the number two uh, pocket passer in the country. Number 15 player in the country. But continue on. You know who else had accolades like that? Tate Martell. Where's Tate Martell? Who's Ooh. Tate Martell? Exactly. Ohio State, Miami, and I don't know where he's at now. He's retired from football is where he's at, Jeremy. That's where he's at. He didn't even go. He never even made it pro. Didn't do anything in college. Brandon, do I don't, you want I don't him care about this. Brandon, Brandon, do you want JT Daniels? The answer is yes. I want that. <laughs> uh, yes, yes. We do not have enough talent to be turning people away, especially not people with the pedigree that he has. But just because you have pedigree doesn't mean you're the guy. Four children had pedigree, wasn't the guy. William Crest, pedigree, wasn't the guy. So, and the list can go on and on at West Virginia quarterbacks who didn't pan out. But I want to see JT Daniels there purely from the competition because I want everybody pushed. I want everybody pushed. And there is a fine line. I was talking to Chris Hall about this earlier. There is a fine line, but I don't think four quarterbacks is too many. I think that's it's a, it's a good amount, and I think that is what we hey, need. Man, look, it's look, a look. Zoo, what's what? Four quarterbacks. I care about two quarterbacks. So, like you, Brandon, I always reference you. Bring the best quarterbacks in. Let them play, 
and the coaches will make, you know, the decision on who deserves who deserves to be the starter, who deserves to be the backup. After that, who cares? That's what it is. By the way, like I said earlier, it's a business. Yeah. No, I ain't got no problem. I ain't got no problem with anything you said. I agree 100. percent But I'm I definitely would. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I just definitely want JT Daniels. First of all, I want to see that we can land a guy of his caliber. Neil Brown has yet to do that offensively, in my opinion. Three names for you. Nick, Troy, Fortune. Go ahead. We lose another starter, but again, I'm hearing that there's a strong possibility that this has to do with the fact that he lost his mother, um, that he's homesick, he's going to play closer to home, that this is not like the other situation where it was NIL or a problem with the coaching staff. I don't know that for a fact, but that's what I'm hearing. Um, If that's the case, of course, you wish him the best. I wish him the best no matter what. But if that's the case, you can't really blame a kid. Losing a family member is life-altering. Losing your mother, losing your mother. If it was an isolated... Brandon, it's tough when it comes to basketball and football where we lose so many players. I feel like it's like Baskin-Robbins. 31 flavors. There's always something different. Different flavor. But the bottom line is we're losing them. Yeah. And when I say Baskin Robbins, 31 flavors, there's 31 different flavors. There's 31 different reasons. So maybe a couple of them are legit, but some of them are just, I don't want to be here. What I yeah. like, what I, mean, I like, guys- <laughs> what I like though is James Gemiter. Is that his name? Gemiter. Gemiter. I tried it. James Gemiter. Do you know what he said? Yeah, I know what he said. He said it more than once. Tell me again. We're going to win with the guys who are, who want to be here. We're going to win with the guys that want to be here. And that's what I love. Do you love it, Jeremy? Because we just got done talking about how we didn't care what the coaches said. I'm not but you care what coach. James Gemitter says about who's no, going to win what? Yes. Oh, good point. Good point. But like, I just like that he has that fire. I'm not saying I believe it. I'm not saying that I think we're going to be good. I like that. At least you have something to say that, hey, look, we're going to win with the people who want to be here. I hope you're right. Because if you're not next year, I won't believe you. Just like LeBron and AD last year, everybody was like, hey, as long as they make it to the play in, then they'll get healthy and and they'll win their way to the championship. You know what didn't happen? They got in as a play-in, and they didn't win. And now I don't believe them. So this year, when when uh, Gemiter or Gemitter or whatever his name is says that we're going to win the, with the guys here, when Neil Brown says I've never seen a team so hungry, when Graham Harrell says we're going to win in the first year, okay, I'll give you this one year. Not Neil Brown, but Graham Harrell and and the offensive lineman. We'll see. We'll see, but I don't care what they say. I just want to see it. Do you know what one team that doesn't have to worry about last year, about winning last year, all they have to do is worry about continuing on where they were for the most part. His name is Tom Brady, and people believe he's the GOAT. Brandon, do you have any thoughts about the GOAT coming back to Tampa Bay? He said he was retired. Then he was like, nah, nope. I'm back. The man spent 40 days at home with his wife and kids and said, I got to leave. I you got to get war- 
You and Wordle could stay home. He could not do it. And he, the call of the game was just too much for him. Now, I'll say this. Tom Brady's going to fall off a cliff one day. Every person does. Father time is undefeated. Tom yep. Brady's no different. I don't care what he eats. I don't care what he doesn't eat. Father time is undefeated. Um, if he still got it in him, then great. But that Tampa Bay roster is not the same as it was before. We'll see if they can reproduce what, they, what they've done in free agent transactions and drafting. Um, I, I just don't see it happening. I, I, I'm not sold on the fact that Tampa Bay is going to be a player next year just because Tom Brady's coming back. So count Let's me go as, first. Go ahead. Count you as what? Not that impressed with Brady coming back. I mean, he had his farewell tour. He sold his final football, his final touchdown pass. They sold it for $518,000. He should have just let it go. But, you know, here we are. Let's talk about young kid. Baker Mayfield, Cleveland Browns. You saw his tweets? Yeah, I saw he thanked the city of Cleveland, said that they would always be a part of his story. Basically, a goodbye without saying goodbye, saying he doesn't know what's going to happen. So he's just kind of getting it out there about him and Emily, his wife. Well, good for Baker. Um, I don't feel sorry for Baker Mayfield. Again, this is and, a business. And I don't like Baker, the Oklahoma Sooner. <laughs> don't get it twisted. You and, your, you and your little Napoleon complex go somewhere. Yeah, I don't like Baker Mayfield either. But I'll be honest, as a Brown, he's grown on me. And I don't care. I don't care about the Browns. I'm not a Browns fan. But he's definitely grown on me as a pro. I like him more now than I did when he was at Oklahoma. Um, but I don't feel bad for him. He's fine. He's got plenty of money. They're unveiling a statue at the spring game for him uh, in Norman. Uh, if they can get Deshaun Watson, football, football-wise, just football-wise, not talking about the allegations, just football-wise, they're a better football team if they, can get if they can get Deshaun Watson. So we'll have to wait and see what happens. But, you know, that's where we are. It's so funny, Deshaun Watson, you bring him up. So he doesn't get, what, indicted? Is that the word? Indicted? Correct. Correct. And now everybody's in on him. I think people were in on him before. Yeah, but it feels like they're really in on him. Like, oh, he's clear now. Let's go Falcons. Let's go Browns. Let's go Niners. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, for Deshaun Watson, it sounds, I, I don't know. I guess I don't really know. Um. I know Carolina wants him. I know Atlanta wants him. And I know yeah, the Browns. Carolina wants him. Yep. Because um, he's a legit. He's a legit talent. Yeah, he's a true dual threat who did a lot with not much in Houston. Um, I don't see how you pass up on him just football wise. Now, if you have it's, a problem, if you have a problem with the allegations, because twenty two can you get twenty two women to agree on anything, Jeremy? Hello? <laughs> oh, that's so great. That's so great. No, the answer is no. No, no, you can't. Like, you can't. Well, I'm sorry. Well, well. <laughs> I know what you're going to say. Unless there is money involved, okay? But here's what, I'll say, here's what I'll say about that. Not getting indicted does not mean not guilty. I'm I not saying, he's, I'm, I'm not saying he's guilty. I'm not calling him guilty. I'm just saying not indicted is not the same as not guilty. People get that, they get that confused. Um, but he is in a position where he can pay out the money he's going to pay out because he's going to pay out a lot of dough. Guaranteed. Yes. Then, then he'll move on with his life. What I don't Do want to hear is anybody who's ever made fun of Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah. Anybody who's Amen. ever made fun of Ben Roethlisberger, I don't want you treating Deshaun Watson any different. If you ever made fun of Kobe, same thing. Deshaun Watson in the same boat as both of those guys. Hey, 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 hey. 
Don't go copy, okay? Yeah, sure. You're out, you're outside, you're outside of your thing, but yeah, like I said, why is Deshaun Watson giving being given another chance, Brandon? Because Jeremy, if you're good enough, you always get a second chance. Okay, Mike- okay, stop there. I'll say it again. Why is Deshaun Watson being given another chance? Because he's good at football. Okay. Kyrie is not playing all the games in the NBA. Why are the Brooklyn Nets sticking with him even though he can't play home games? Because what else are they going to do contractually? Because he's good at basketball. Brandon, did you see see him? Brandon, did you see him just drop 60 points the other night? He could have had 70, to be honest, easily. No, he sat out. Brandon, that's the point. People don't understand me. Hold on, real quick. People don't understand me. I've said this from the beginning of time. I said, and I'm sorry, people are going to be offended by this, but if Saddam Hussein could throw a 99 mile an hour fastball, the Yankees would be like, yeah, I know he did, they did, he did some bad stuff, but you know. But. <laughs> you know, you know yeah, about? no, exactly. 100%. I'll say this about Kyrie, though. Kyrie does not fit into the same conversation as Deshaun Watson or the rest of them at at all. Kyrie marches to the beat of his own drum. He is selfish, in my opinion. He says some off-the-wall things, but he has never been accused of sexually assaulting anyone. No, 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 it's it's different. I'm just talking about people. I'm talking about people waiting around, giving them a second chance. But what else are the Nets going to do contractually? They're obligated. Like, he loses the money he loses. They're stuck with him the way they're they stuck with him. They are not obligated because they could have traded him or did something else with him and kept James uh, the Beard disgusting need to shave it Harden. Well, okay. My point I mean, I guess it makes sense. People wait around. If you have talent, people are going to wait around for you. Deshaun Watson, they're going to wait around for you. Kyrie Irving, if you have talent, they're going to wait around for you. That was my point. It's a good point. I agree. So I have two other points. And Brandon, stick with me. Did you see that there is, once again, shout out to him. I love that this is going on and that the Mountaineers are doing this. The second woman Mountaineer of all time. What about it? I mean, what about it? That she's 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 once again going to be a mountain. mountain she's, a, the, she's a third. Oh, I thought she was a second. No, she's going to be the third. Natalie Tennant was the first. I don't remember who the second one was, but she's going to be the third. The third woman mountaineer of all times. Big shout out to her, man. I love it. Don't you? Yeah, it's whatever. I made the best mountaineer win. I just want a good mountaineer. I don't care. Can yeah. she do the push-ups? If she can do the push-ups, that's all I care about. And hopefully she'll be doing... <laughs> Some of the old ones couldn't do all the push-ups, but all right. I'm hoping that she can. I don't care who you are. You better be able to sh- fire the musket. Brandon, better be my able question. to do the push-ups. And I yep. hope we put her through the paces because I hope our offense is that potent in football that she has to do a million of them. Amen. Brandon, my question to you is, and we can cut this if you want. When are we going to have the first minority mountaineer? It's a good question, Jeremy. We've never when had one. pigs fly. <laughs> well, so you have to. So there's a lot of questions. Like my question is, how many have applied? Right. Okay. Yeah. How many have ever applied? Because you have to look at the enrollment of WVU, and yeah. I don't. It's not an HBCU or something like that. Like I don't think there's a lot of minorities at WVU to begin with. 
It's probably, I mean, I don't know what the percentages are, but the state of West Virginia is not really diverse. The university is not super diverse. I'm sure it's more diverse than the state is. And then how many of those people actually want to be the Mountaineer? I don't know how many people want to be people of color, people, I, I don't know. So, I mean, it's hard to say. I don't think anybody would be averse to it, though. I think the same people complaining about a woman might complain about the fact that they're a person of color. But in my opinion, I think it would be fine. I think West Virginia is ready for that. Just like I think they're ready for a black coach, which they've never had a black head coach in any of the major sports. But yeah, I think they're, well, soccer, I, I, soccer. Was it soccer? I said major sports. Okay. <laughs> I'm just, I, I mean, like, I'm not hating. I'm not hating on soccer. Dan Strats and soccer. I'm just being honest about what's revenue generating and what's not. Yeah. By the so, way, that's why, by the way, that's why I love you because you were so reasonable and articulate about what really goes on. Um, even when we talk about minority coaches in the NFL, I feel like you brought it, you articulated it so well about how it's not about racism, but sometimes it's about hiring your friends, which is fine, except for sometimes you can't promote racism without actually promoting racism because you're just hiring your friends. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Sometimes so you're not racist, your policies are. There you go. That's that's exactly what you said. So I love what you said. But here we are. The RVK, Brandon, March Madness is upon us. We're going to wrap this up, baby. I want you to give me your final four. And the reason I want you to is so people know what your final four was. So later on, when you tweet out, hey, yo, this was my final four. <laughs> hey, look, we, we have it on paper. So many liars. Look, there's a million liars in, in the world. Right now, we're going to get a hard copy before the tournament starts. Give me your four. Well, well here's the thing, Jeremy. Anybody can check my bracket because my bracket is in the Raspy Voice Kids pool. And by the, the way, you don't have 96, bra- uh, 96 different brackets that you filled out but go ahead not not yet i have what mike and mike used to call the sheet of integrity oh i my, my real my real bracket my bracket that is in the big is in the uh 10 12 network challenge and that's in the raspy voice kids challenge go ahead and sign up and join that espn uh the tournament app use that app raspy voice kids is our name there's no password there's no prize just bragging rights but my final four auburn Gonzaga, Arizona, and Kentucky. And By I've got the way, the- I'm gonna just let you know you still have time to uh change that Auburn, okay? I'm just let you know. <laughs> I like Bruce Pearl as a coach. I don't like him Me as too. a person. I like Bruce Pearl as a coach. I like Auburn's athleticism and the way they play the game. I, I think they're gonna make a run. I hope I they got do anyway. Kentucky, Arizona, Kansas, and Texas Tech. Those are my four. You still got time to change that Texas Tech, that no offense Texas Tech pick. No way. No way. I I like their grit. I like their passion. I like their fight. They're gonna I upset like, you're gonna they're gonna upset the the, the Zags. So I feel I like them. I like Mark Adams. I really do. And I like that Mark Adams and Chris Beard had a better season. Or sorry, that Mark Adams had a better season than Chris Beard did at Texas. I'm really happy for Texas Tech. Shout out to Jeremy and Albie Shore. Over there at Tortillas and Takes Podcast, Red Raider fans through and through. Uh, but Jeremy, I just don't see it happening. They don't have enough offense. We'll see, though. We'll see. But that is it, man. This is the week. Jeremy and Brandon brought it. Tell me where you love. Tell me where you hate. 
Get at us. The RVK. I'm going to send you off in style. Hit that beat, Jordan. Let's go. Sports Social Podcast Network.